0: Sydney's number one podcast, West Underground.
1: On, you Hello and welcome
2: to another episode of West Underground today we're here with Tom Whitcomb uh welcome thank you for coming it's
1: a pleasure to be here thanks for having me
2: no worries it, man you could
1: be one of the best looking comedians I've ever seen oh, I'm smartly dressed comedians yeah. thank seen.
3: you uh, yeah fuck you Pat Doherty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you scruffy slivering <laughs> snake <laughs> yeah you so the snake things come over here yeah as well, yeah, yeah. It? yeah yeah apparently he did a gig with uh with Billy on the weekend because billy started the snake thing mm. right for pat doherty and apparently it was like just three minutes of hissing to start that set and <laughs> cool. he had to work through before they give him a, a moment
0: to talk
1: hugh yeah. hugh over there he's like billy darcy's number one fan are you really yeah yeah right. he was like honestly when billy was sat there Hugh was over there and he just did it
3: <laughs> <laughs> did you play fourth grade cricket oh, no, oh okay that seems oh, to be his
1: Billy, Billy absolutely fucking skilled him. He was like, Oh, he always, like he wants to put monster truck tires on his little fucking shit car. <laughs> and he Billy was like, I love it when people don't change the dream yeah, from when they're eight years old. It's a seven year old dream. Yeah. Man, but, but uh funny. No welcome man. I uh I, I've seen you at the Comedy Untamed night. Oh, okay, cool. I watched you there and you had a suit on and you came on. And I thought <sighs> You know when you're somewhere with your missus, mm. right? And this is it's a bit alarming when you've got like a handsome man in a suit telling jokes right mm. there's not many situations anyone's better off in <laughs> than in that situation <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but you were hilarious man and then i seen you again there not too long after mm. and then i've started uh, following you around i appreciate that yeah Thank hiding you know in the bushes
2: who you remind me of right and this is this is like a like take this the right way because I, I you remind me of buddy holly oh okay you're yeah saying, yeah the glasses? it's the glasses <laughs> yeah. and, it's, and it's the hair and yeah, I, okay. I think it's the it's the whole outfit don't you reckon Jack like like I think you're gonna say Ashton Kutcher <laughs> well <laughs> I can see a little bit of that
1: no As- Peggy Sue what do you do with Peggy Sue I went not expecting that. yeah no I thought that's a nice comment
3: you know who you remember 50s pop star or the replacement on <laughs> two and a half men one of those two <laughs> yeah okay.
1: well but it was more successful Tom
3: what Ashton Kutcher or uh, or Buddy Holly? Well, uh, we're
2: still talking I mean, about Buddy Holly. In terms
3: Holy. of like not dying in a plane crash or
2: or legacy or legacy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I reckon uh, I reckon Ashton. Oh, what's Ashton Kutcher remembered for though? I,
1: I think the butterfly not. effect. Butterfly effect. Um, um, for shagging Mila Kunis. Yeah, well. that's That's true. a big one. What's
2: that other goofy movie he's in? Like the chick comedy. Ah, uh, uh, that, that really dumb. One.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, that's. Dude, where's my car, dude? Where's yeah. my
2: car? Yeah. I Who
1: watched to Zoolander
3: the film? other night, that holds up. That movie's yeah. fantastic.
1: That movie is good. <laughs> How are they supposed to, what's he say? How are they supposed to learn to read if they can't even fit in the building? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's so quotable. The one that I laughed at forever was uh, when he's having like the DNM uh, when Owen Wilson and Ben are having the DNM with the female reporter. Yeah, And and they're asking why she hates male models. And she's like, well, growing up, I was, uh, I was always the fat kid. And Derek Zoolander goes,
1: Ew. <laughs> <laughs> so why male models? <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, that is a film that holds, you know the, the scene where they're at the petrol station? Oh, and, uh, so funny. You make my dreams come true. <laughs> every time I'm at the petrol station, I just think about it. Orange mocha for a <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I
2: think I got the black lung pups. Every, t- every yeah, time I fun. Fun. go into like a, like a, consor- like a work site, um and and they like people are using the power tools and stuff like that i feel like i'm gonna get the black lung now <laughs> yeah
1: it's a very good film yeah. very good film what you know what's like i, I was i watched a uh, tropic thunder not long ago oh
0: yeah
1: was mm. a very good film when i watched that
3: i've heard that really holds
1: up too i heard yeah. that's great but yeah that it's the blackface thing in it, man, with <laughs> I'm like Iron Man in blackface, right? Eh? Like fucking, it's it's just how it how that gets okayed by like, because those studios, uh, you know, pretty strict on things. Mm. Yeah. Well, they were after Harvey left, but like they started getting, you know, things getting passed in. But just like, yeah do, do you reckon it's because the blackface was so good? yeah i think so so that's what i was gonna say like it's it was he did a good job it was was called
3: unreal like when you first saw the photos of you're like that's not him yeah surely yeah i reckon
2: reckon if ashton kutcher did that though he would have he would have got cancelled like even if he did it in the same time as robert downey jr yeah but because you know rdj yeah just did it so notch
1: for you rdj (laughs) yeah so tom what would a uh, what would be the situation you do blackface in? <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh I'd do Trouble Thunder too, I reckon. Yeah. If if, if it was that well done, mm. I think that's about yeah, the only time I'd do it for legacy,
1: you know. You'd black her up?
3: To stay true for the original. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't call it doing that. No. I would use a different term for it. What would you use? Uh RDJing up. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Iron Man <laughs> up. Iron Man I would Sherlock up. Holmes up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah well I think you, you could get away with it if you did Tropic Thunder 2 because you'd just be doing an impression <sighs> of the first one Not yeah. racist it's an impression yeah. that's what people are always
1: saying yeah, it's a, say. it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a critique so Tom you just got back to Australia from my home
3: I did I was in uh, well in August I was in the UK for a couple of weeks yeah yeah
1: what's what's it like over there I, uh, you were there pre pre Lizzie's death
3: I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the uh when when we were in a, I I heard you were the last
1: person to see it. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh well, I I won't confirm or deny that. But uh yeah, it a clip. I I I may or may not have been at Buckingham Palace with a fairly severe case of pneumonia. <laughs> yeah. But and uh, a pillow like this. Come on, Lizzie, go to sleep. <laughs> uh yeah, it was great. I uh, I love. I was in London for a week. I was in Edinburgh for a week. Mm. Both cities I love. Yeah, and uh, we were saying off pot, like they've got such a good comedy scene over yeah. there. Uh, they just love it so much more than Australians do. Mm. I think they just kind of get it a lot more than Aussies do. Mm. It's amazing you do gigs now, and the host will ask the crowd like, "Who's been to a comedy show before?" Mm. And like half the people clap. Yeah, I mean, like fifty percent mm. of an audience have never seen live stand up comedy. Mm. Really. Whereas it feels like in the UK everyone goes. Yeah
1: yeah i think like it's it was i remember when liverpool got hot water comedy Mm. club and that was just like everyone just started going like once a week you know what i mean and you get you get so used to what what did you think of the london crowd
3: they were great like i just think they're a little bit well first of all a lot of sydney crowds i find are date nights like it's a lot Mm. of couples yeah uh and i think that is always a weird dynamic because i think you end up especially if it's like new kind of day it's like not like yeah. boyfriend girlfriend yet or husband and wife but it's like you're kind of looking at each other to say like did you laugh at that did you laugh at you kind of on your best behavior yeah whereas i found london crowds it was more like there were people on work drinks so there were groups of lads groups of girls like mm. it's just a bit more like chill yeah, as a result yeah. of that don't I think
2: you think i'm so, oh, sorry to cut you off there, no, but don't you me. think that like taking like a, a you know a girl out that you're potentially looking to have as your girlfriend or boyfriend like you know whatever you, going to a comedy show is probably the stupidest thing you could do on your first date because like you're going to this thing right it's you know trying to trying to trying to I don't know show off a little bit right mm. and then you're gonna be like roasted at the front in the room I suppose it can show that you can look at like mm. laugh at yourself but other than that I mean she can also then go oh my god that that Tom, he's a he's a good-looking bloke and, yeah. you know. I off. said that to my missus. I yeah. heard, he's a
1: good-looking bloke. And she was like, Jack, no, you promised this wouldn't happen anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just love him so much. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's a bit it, – It's I, I don't understand people who do that for first dates. Yeah.
3: I get – the thing I get is it's like an event, right? So you'd have stuff to talk about, Yeah, good yeah. or bad. Yeah. Like, and you, you can kind of avoid the, like, getting roasted thing. Everyone avoids sitting at the front. It's so funny. You go I to, love like, it. You go to. Like, I love yeah, it. Yeah, you would. That's I f- fucking love it. Do you wait? What's your approach if a comedian like engages you in the front row?
1: Yeah, I'm not just gonna be like, "Ha ha, speak to me," but I'll, I, I'll, yeah, I love it. But are
3: you trying to get laughs? Like, are you trying? No, to, no, no,
1: I'm just like, it's just, it's the best place to sit, yeah. and I love it because my missus gets so anxious about it.
3: Mm.
1: Is like, your missus Aussie or no? No, she's a scouser.
3: Yeah, okay. So you also don't have talk that thing to me. Like, she's like, yeah, don't, right. don't talk to me because you got that thing of. Uh, like instantly you have you give a comic something to talk about mm. in being mm. just not from australia yeah right yeah.
2: yeah you got called a pcp addict didn't you at one well, that it? was Warren Bonner.
3: yeah i yeah i uh i heard that as well yeah
2: yeah thomas done his research for this i'm yeah. really impressed
3: I'm, like i just i i look like a man who does like, research what am i gonna do yeah here what's yeah. What, what we, what's the thing so
2: <laughs> well we just want to find out about you so and you what's your know, middle name uh, i think we've got robert, robert. I think we've (laughs) got a little bit off off track but uh like just take us back to the start like when did you know you were funny like were you funny in high school or were you how'd you do it how'd you get the balls to like stand up at one of the like open mic comedy things and just go okay i'm doing this
3: yeah i think i uh i think i always like if if i if i I th- probably thought I was funny, but I think I always like put a lot of emphasis on being able to make people laugh. Like mm. that was my thing. I was always a really like socially anxious kid. And I thought, well, if I can make a group of people laugh when I'm hanging out with them, I've kind of, like, justified being here. You've cracked
1: it. Yeah, yeah you've, you've given way to it. Yeah, because
3: like, yeah, you can't... Like, if you can make people laugh, there's no doubt you've provided some value. Yeah. So if yeah. you're at a party and you're making people laugh, it's like, oh, well, it's good he was here. Yeah. Um, And then, like, I always kind of had different touch points of stand-up throughout my life. Like, I remember my mum used to watch Eddie Izzard quite a lot. Like, we had it on video. So yeah. used yeah. to watch Dress to Kill when I was a kid. Yeah. And then... I remember when YouTube kind of came out and there were a few different clips that I watched a lot of certain comics like Mitch Hedberg and Dimitri Martin and Arch Barker. Mm -hmm. And then when I was 18, I lived in Edinburgh for a year. So I was there for the Fringe, I saw a few shows. I saw Jim Jeffries, which I thought was the funniest fucking thing I'd ever seen. And I remember I like illegally downloaded a couple of his specials. And when friends would come to stay with me doing their Euro trip, I'd force them to watch Jim Jeffries and us being all like white Private school educated guys just thought it was the funniest fucking <laughs> thing in the world mm. yeah. um And then when I was like because I actually I was sort of in a music scene a little for a little bit when I was at uni Like m- all my mates was it a Buddy Holly tribute band? <laughs> it should <been. laughs> have been that would have been more successful Yeah, I reckon no, it was just like kind of shitty indie pop stuff mm. yeah. And but I had friends who were really into it become we what well, we bonded around and uh, I, I had a mate who really loved music and was great at it. And I remember watching how much effort he put into it. And I was like, oh, I don't like it as much as he does. Yeah. Yeah. But I was at one of his gigs and I was talking to his bass player who I found out had done open mics for comedy. And I was just asking him a million questions about it. And, uh, you know, where do you do it? How do you write jokes? What do you do when you bomb? What do you do if it goes well? Do people heckle all that kind of shit? And he was like, clearly you want to do it. Yeah. So just stop being a pussy and do it. Yeah. And it's like, that's, at the end of the day, there's no if you want to do it, there's no reason not to. What's this guy's name? Dan Kozmiak. But on, here's the thing. Dan was then go away, write your five minute set, and let me know when you're ready. We'll go do an open mic together. We'll both yeah. bomb together. Because you're gonna bomb. I'm like, all right, fine. So I went away, thought about it, wrote some jokes, had a list of my jokes I was gonna do. I was like, all right, let's go, let's do it. Um, when are we doing it? He's like, all right, this Wednesday night, there's this gig called Molotov. Um, I know the guys who run it. We'll both go, we'll put our names in the hat, we'll do it. I get a call from him the day before. Hey, man, I haven't had really time to think about my set or my jokes or anything, so I'm not going to do it, but I'll come with you and I'll support you. Okay, cool. Day off. I'm like, hey, man, we're doing? He's like, ah, summer's come up. I'm not going to be able to come along, but uh, best of luck. So he just Oof. fucking totally left me in the lurch, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, was like, I clapped this it. guy
1: before and I'm feeling bothered about it yeah, now.
3: Apparently, I've since found out he never had any intention of doing it with me. My mate was like, this was the most, uh, like, this was the most reverse engineered prank of all time because he's like, You he went out to embarrass you and ended up helping you find your passion. Yeah. So uh anyway, I went, uh, another man of mine came along, it went fine. I thought it went great yeah. and just never kinda stopped.
1: You're gonna think it it's went great though on you a hundred percent, like, yeah. yeah. That, if
3: if you change the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're gonna keep doing it, you gotta think it went great. Otherwise mm. you'll just kill yourself
2: yeah how do you handle when you like have you had those moments where like you 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 can't justify that you did well and like how do you come back from that? like because i imagine that that if you are doing a like a comedy thing right and like because if you play music and you've and you fucking and you fucking suck like like people people will be like oh that, that would that was all right but also like you can kind of get away with it to a degree mm. but i feel like it's harder for you because you you don't have a wall of sound where you're kind of locking you know people mm. you know stopping people from shouting over the top
0: yeah
3: also it's only i mean i guess if you're a singer songwriter it's different but compared to a band it's only you like if you suck you sucked you can't yeah, blame it on exactly. the drummer being out of time yeah
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> you always are <laughs> but, always.
3: like uh yeah it's it's it there's because it's different right there are the nights where everyone eats shit yeah and someone does okay and it's like all right well it was a shit crowd like you were up mm. against it to start with it's a shame mm. you couldn't break them but it's not really your fault and then there's the other one, which is like, everyone does great and you do okay or worse, you bomb. Mm. And that's, that's pretty hard. That's moments of like, do I suck at this?
0: Mm. Like,
3: I think there's always a bit of that sort of like, um, Truman show thing of like, has everyone just been kind of pretending that I'm good at this this whole time mm. and I'm actually fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like the good thing about comedy and as opposed to being in a band, I think for, for most people at least is I try and do comedy at least four times a week. So you got to have a short memory because you're going back on stage maybe later that night, maybe the next day, maybe two days later. And you just got to kind of remember like over time, you know, if you've done two gigs and you bomb one of them, you bombed 50% of your gigs. Mm. But if you've done like where I'm at, where I've probably done like, a, you know, several hundred shows by this stage, you kind of like, well, no one show really means that much. Mm. Um, so you just kind of want to make sure you don't bomb the big opportunities and you try and forget the when you bomb the little
0: ones. Mm. Mm.
2: What, what was the first experience like where you had a heckler, like yell out something in the middle of the show? Like, what, what did you do? I don't really... F- how, how old are you, Tom? I'm 30. Oh, okay.
3: Uh, people ask this all the time. Like, it seems to be something people are really fascinated about with comedy is heckling. It doesn't happen as much as you think. Mm. And when it does, it's not what you think it's going to be. So it's very rarely, hey, you suck. Like, very few people go to do that. Mm. It's usually someone who's way too drunk and thinks they're helping and like thinks they're <laughs> contributing to it. I reckon you've done this for sure. Why the
1: fuck are you pinning this on me? Because you're like I so love sitting at PC, the front. Yeah, I just a PCP I <laughs> I'm an easy point of reference to take the piss out of, so I yeah. will just allow you if you need, you know. See, so this is the thing. I'm allowing your your you to oh fuck! I'm you're agreeing. Just yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, you no!
3: just admitted it. They think, you you think you're helping. You think yeah. you're like you're. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm part of the show. I'm part of this. <laughs> I am part of every show. <laughs> yeah, that's. I know I you think that. Fucking hundred <laughs> percent. Whether they like it or not, I'm part of the show. I turned
1: up with the cricket the other week. They were like Jacks, yeah. <laughs> They didn't down, know. Down to third man, Jack, <laughs> all right,
3: warm it up. Uh, Yeah, it's like, um, so usually it's someone, and I re- the one that I was thinking of that comes to mind is like, remember this guy came in by himself on a Monday night on King Street, Quality. no entry, where it's like, this is just, uh, you know, asking for someone with schizophrenia to walk off the street and become the show. Mm. And this guy was just like, he was dressed like a, you know, 19th century train conductor. And drinking goon out of a plastic bag, <laughs> like as in he had a goon bag in a black plastic bag, and it's hard because it's like he's tr- like you ask a rhetorical question like you guys seen these you uh, got you guys you guys seen this nine eleven thing and he's like I did see that and you're like that's all right this is not the point yeah, yeah. um and it's like you <laughs> can't really go too hard at them because then the crowd's like well leave him alone he's on you know he's clearly all out meth. of his mind yeah. yeah um so that it's kind of hard you got to wait until somebody you I the ideal situation is a heckler becomes such a nuisance the entire crowd hates them and then you don't yeah. even have to be that funny when you put them down because yeah. the crowd is like oh thank god
1: we we've had this I think it was a bit part um it's like people want to see the comedian kill a heckler yeah people want to see that yeah. like so I think people like to see the challenge and then go yeah, that comedian's enter our trust because they've just dealt with that heckler. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But, but I don't know, it's one of those things like it's just. It's especially really drunk people. Mm. And and it's the talking loud. I met, I went to watch Alex Malinkovic. He mm. was on. And there was a guy on a first day. I think I told this on the Billy Darcy pod. And there was a guy just pissed. Yeah. And he was just marveling off. And I was like. Fuck off man Mm. do anything with your life today except this right now you know what i mean
3: but that's it's like you've got to let him dig his own grave a little bit you gotta let that guy make it clear he's being a nuisance before because if you go too early a crowd will be like even if i I had um a gig a couple weeks ago where these like five women walked in in the middle of the show talking loudly trying to get to their seat three of them are on their phone during the set and then I had to go at them and the crowd was like oh leave leave them alone Boy, hell, just to have a nice night <laughs> and it's like no they're fucking ruining this for everybody yeah. you got to mm. let them like prove that they're the villains for a little bit before mm. you can really like attack them
2: right mm. what scares me about it too in your position is like i would you know if you're remembering your your like jokes and you kind of and i don't know how you do it or whether you're like really On the mark you write it all out you remember that and kind of go up with that or you leave it a bit loose for yourself to kind of you know have a bit of fun with it but you'd i imagine you'd probably be a little bit in your own head kind of going okay where am i going to go next and thinking about that and then if somebody yells out some kind of you know dumb shit, and you're kind of thrown off by it like and also then have to think of something witty on the spot
3: yeah but that's like the the challenge but right is that you should be better at reacting to what's happening in the room. Yeah. It's like, same as music, right? Like the best music isn't, you, you're not playing your best when you're thinking like, all right, what's the next chord? Or mm. like, oh, okay, here comes the bridge. It's like you, when you're in it and you're not yeah. even thinking about what's happening. And if it's that kind of, you know, it's the jazz thing of, you know, you make a mistake once, it's a mistake, you make it twice, it's jazz. Or you, you just kind of like react to whatever you mm. did. If you fucked up, you got to react to it. If someone says something, you got to react to it. Um, I think I went in like when I started. I was super rote. Where I was like, "All right, these are all the jokes that I'm doing. I'm not debating yeah. at all." And what I'm trying to get better at now is reacting to what works, what doesn't work, and kind of yeah. you know, shifting to to the audience. The two
1: times I've seen you, you're completely different. Oh really? Yeah.
3: So when was it? So you saw me comedy untamed? I had comedy everyone? untamed,
1: and the other one, I think, I think it was at comedy untamed again. Okay. But it was like a month after, maybe. Mm. But you were different. Like even. In like your performance, you were different. Okay, like, interesting. I, I don't know if it was just uh, you had less coffee that day, or what <laughs> but you you just like you came across different as well.
3: Okay, that's interesting. Better or worse? Yeah, it was one uh, better no, than the
1: other. Was, no, like it was both equally good, but it went like if you go and watch a band and like you know like our level say, and you've got a thirty minute set, it's the same thirty minute set. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. You go and see uh, if you've got your five minutes you're playing clubs 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 you're playing your five minutes if you go and see that you're going to see the same five minutes but it didn't feel oh, okay. like i was re-watching something so they're the same contents different. yeah okay yeah but I, like it, just your tags and things like that it just felt different okay you know that's I mean? cool. but that could be the room as well
3: yeah maybe yeah i don't know i uh i try to turn material over pretty regularly if mm. i can i get bored with stuff really quickly mm. yeah uh but yeah i guess i would love to think that like you you kind of want it to feel alive when yeah you're in it i guess yeah and then you get the guys like alex and like pat and i think billy as well like they're all very good at they they do a lot of stuff in the room like they, yeah. they react to a crowd really really well i'm probably more of a joke writer as opposed to like a, a i there's a guy who i heard on podcast once a comedian who said all comedians are either performers pretending to be writers or writers pretending to be performers and i think i'm a writer who pretends to be a performer mm. um, and so that's it's harder for me like I, some guys it's like i just want to go on stage and just be funny mm. whereas i'm like here are the jokes that i wrote
1: yeah do you, do you enjoy like the adulation then you get from a live crowd yeah yeah sure. so you're a performer
3: yeah but it's like before it's not like a, not it's my a, it's, skill not
1: like, set. it's not like it's a fucking chore for you no you know but i mean? guess it's
3: like it's like you know uh i think Paul McCartney was a better songwriter, but John Lennon was a better performer. Like John Lennon put himself in his music in a way that like, I don't, I think they were both very good at both. Mm. You know what I mean? Like Paul McCartney just wrote amazing songs, yeah, amazing chord progressions and lyrics and all the rest of it. Whereas John was like, this is me expressed through
2: music. Mm. I just think John Lennon was cooler looking overall, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: You guys Beatles guys? Yeah. Yeah. Must be, yeah. And
2: uh,
3: favorite Beatles
1: uh
2: it changes every week yeah really? I it's yeah. never
1: ringo though <laughs> yeah yeah other than every time i see all these he's had like two or three good ones on here ringo oh, Is that his, solo, his solo career yeah
2: ringo's my favorite interviewer like uh, they'd ever do you see interviews with the beatles i love it when they do ringo's because he's always he always seems to be funnier than the rest yeah yeah
1: yeah i think i, I don't know it changes all the time i love george, george i just george love george's Charleston. sweetness mm. um we we so like how we got together really on this was hamish was doing this and then get back came out on disney and i was like you should you should review it and i knew he'd ask me because i'm from liverpool Mm. knew he'd ask me and then that did really well and then that's when i started doing this with hamish yeah okay but like i i said in it and my missus like always calls me out on this i said Paul just comes across as a bit of a bitch, <laughs> and he's like, "You just said Paul McCartney comes across as a bitch," and yeah. I was like, "Yeah."
2: Then this got like this got over forty thousand views on our YouTube, Uh-oh. and and was like featured on the like if you typed up get back reviews, we were on the same page. So there's probably a chance that somebody in Paul's camp. Hopefully, I, heard that. Oh, I think I think Heather Mills watched it and went, <laughs> <laughs> I, agree. <laughs> "I agree." Surely, they, if anyone comes across the room. A,
3: well, I haven't watched the whole thing, but like, I would have thought George would come across. The, like, George is the only one who quit the band.
1: Yeah, I just can't do the Eric can do all that. <laughs> I can't do all that. Oh, that's very good. Can
3: you do the four different voices? Can you do the different Liverpudli? <sighs>
1: well, oh, did you put me under pressure? Can you do? Uh, Paul is like. Oh, well, this is like.
2: I'm not trying to be in charge, John, but someone's got to be. Brian's not here anymore. You're two from
3: four. Keep going.
2: And John's is like very at the back of the throat. It's very uh, you gotta you gotta tap into it.
1: You know, we didn't actually say that we were bigger than than Jesus. Oh no, I've lost it. I've lost it. And then Ringo, I just do Thomas the Tank Engine. Really? (laughs) What's that, Percy? Yeah, it's uh, it's quite. So, like you saying you met Adam Raw. It's funny how much the Liverpool accent has changed in 50 years. Is that right? Yeah, because, like, I don't know if you can hear it, but, like, I don't sound like a Beatle.
3: No. Yeah, that's fair.
1: You know what I mean? And, like, Paddy the Baddy going, what, lad, what? He mm. doesn't, you know, you can imagine Paul McCartney because he's a
2: sweet boy. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's changed a lot. Actually, funny you say that. This week somebody was like, oh, you, that guy on your podcast, who is he? And I was like, oh, his name's... His jack and she's and and the there was a girl and she's like uh she sound he sounds like a beetle oh that's and good. i was like which one and she goes one of them all of them <laughs> <laughs> all of them
1: do you guys yeah. know kyle legacy yeah
2: yeah yeah
1: okay. only i've never actually met him but mm. i've spoken because when he was in sydney because he to went it went back to the the uk didn't yeah, they? He's and back then up there now. um he was supposed to come on but it's quite funny like i've had it in comedy clubs where you know when i'm looking for me moments if you like to say i'm gonna fucking stop doing that i'm gonna stop going tom altogether and he's like and people go oh you sound like kyle like i go yeah. yeah i'm sure i do yeah but yeah like even like pat doherty's family they all say that as well oh really yeah
3: why do you why do you know pat doherty's family
1: uh, oh we've just he's moved in
2: yeah yeah
3: it seems like
1: he's something to do. Yeah. me and, me, and, me and pat are going strong yeah right going strong yeah. That's yeah. Good. don't you know pat doherty's family no, are you, you getting yet. upset now? No, have you? Got so well? I've known Pat
3: for many years, but I've never been invited to Sunday lunch. So no. I don't know what I've got to do. One day, mate. One day. One day. We're You'll all on the gutter. There. Can you can you put in some good words? <laughs> some for of me? us are looking at the stars. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You'll get there, mate. You'll One get day.
1: there. So Tom, brand new special out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very 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 good. Thank you. Yeah. I uh, I spent a very hungover day watching it. Oh,
3: that's nice. It was fucking great, man. I appreciate. I I love the idea that someone would watch my special hungover.
1: I had, um in the same day i watched i watched schultz's new special i watched alfie brown's special oh,
3: i love alfie brown He's so funny yeah
1: and then i watched i watched your one like your one literally just came up and i watched that and it was the best day ever yeah that's mm. a good day honestly it was an amazing day and i've got to say i think you're one
3: i appreciate that yeah. take that andrew Schultz. You take that schultz loser with your three uh, suck and on half these nuts yeah um yeah that's uh that's pretty cool like because i mean schultz kind of uh, did he i'm trying to think who started off the youtube special thing um i guess maybe like mark normand was one of the mm. first like really big ones i tell you
2: whose youtube special I, f- I found really funny is brandon sharps the comments on that are the oh, best oh fuck! that's so oh, brutal the the comments on that thing are like funnier than the the the, the, <laughs> the, the special oh, yeah. yeah harsh oh fucking harsh. poor andrew Sharps.
3: you guys you guys are reddit guys you don't use Reddit much. Sometimes, uh,
1: yeah. I just like to see the fucked up shit people say about things on there. Yeah, okay. as
3: So you know what uh, the AMAs are? Reddit AMAs, ask me anything. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's a, a very like there's a there's a Hall of Fame of AMAs that go like horribly wrong mm. where people just get totally rinsed by their fans or by yeah. the people on it. And yeah. one of them is the fighter and kid Brian Callan and oh, uh, Brendan yeah. Schaub, and they all just attack Brendan so <laughs> heavily. And there's one the one that stuck with me was they say hey brian uh is brendan harder to carry physically or metaphorically <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: do you know what i find I, when i like listen to their one i find brian heart like pisses me off more like i don't brendan just feels like a like a you know like a big big like you know dumb dude like i, he, d- I he, love
1: how you just self-edited <laughs> what you said then because i could see I could see the words
2: coming out of your mouth <laughs> and then you went a big big dumb dude well i was trying to think about how to say it like he just seems like you know like just yeah a little bit a little bit dopey but like nice overall i reckon mm. if you met him you'd be like oh yeah he's he's all right yeah he's just a bit soft yeah have you had any bad comments on your
1: on your special oh work?
3: you constantly get st- i had some oh, one I go on the other day like because you constantly get this is shit, and it's kind of yeah. like what? whatever that's cruel you get a lot of like this is shit. this isn't funny it's so funny like people get so angry when you don't make them laugh it's yeah. like no one would ever do like no one would feel the need to do it if it was just like a music video or if like a short film but something about like bad comedy like comedy that people don't funny they're like this is fucking awful you suck
1: why really? did he do it though it's so weird. we did a I, music I video and uh it got a like a comment on it like some guy and i, I ended up lo- finding him on facebook and i was just like looking at his profile and i was like like loads of people i've said it's good and he liked it this one guy fucking gets under my skin it man. seems
3: to really irritate people when you try mm, yeah. to be funny and they don't think you are it really annoys them mm. i don't know what it is
2: can i s- say you did something that i thought was really clever in your in your special the like the analogy you had between like vaping and and uber Mm. i thought i thought wow that that you got off that one didn't you He's, yeah he said that to me this morning it
3: never did as well as i kind of hope the joke is that vaping will do the cigarettes what uber did to taxi drivers a new competitor comes in and takes up an industry because it's cheaper <laughs> it's more convenient and it doesn't have the awful smell yeah and <laughs> ne- and people would always grow like oh and i'm like why do you feel sorry for taxi drivers yeah They're the yeah
2: 100 yeah, percent. i got a taxi uh maybe six months ago from bankstown station to here right because they 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 have a, like a taxi rank it's one of the only places in sydney i think they've got a taxi rank still Old school. like yeah so i get in the taxi um and this guy he's like smoking a cigarette get in the car it's like good start right and um and he's like complaining to. He was like were you thinking about getting an uber tonight and i was like ideally yeah but you were here so i thought i'd go with a taxi and he goes there yeah, that's what's wrong with the fucking world and i was like Dude, dude, like, I'm giving you, like, a business. Like, why, yeah. like, <laughs> it's, so, it, enemy
3: it's here. so weird to me where it's, like, these poor cab drivers being taken over by Ubers. Like, what? Being taken over by a superior product. Mm. Like, like, when the internet came out, we were, like, these poor fax machine operators. Yeah. yeah. Like, who gives a shit? Like, this is how the world works. I've been
1: printing the yellow pages for 35 years. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. You with your fucking internet. Yeah. what's wrong with the world? Yeah. Like,
1: no. move on.
3: Um, mm. I had this one comment from this. So, this is the thing I've noticed. So, TikTok, I think because of the, the platform, you get like short to the point, this sucks, not funny. And mm. then you get a lot of like, especially if you do anything kind of edgy. You're the mm. like, look at all the fucking snowflakes in the comments, can't handle it. Oh. It's like, I hate both of you equally. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. In YouTube, you like
1: you think you're defending me. Yeah, exactly. But I don't want your defense. I don't want
3: either of you. Yeah. Uh, but I, on YouTube, you get some very like thought out, like, Pros and cons kind of comments. Mm. So I got this guy. He goes, uh, "This is on my special. This is brilliant writing, but needs a better delivery. But it'll take a Louis C.K. to deliver this shit with audience approval. He could be the future of comedy, or he could tragically fade into nothingness. I am hoping for the former." It's like that's a lot of fucking pressure. <laughs> Watch David it on YouTube. McCann. Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> God. <laughs> and then the next one was not funny. So you uh. know, at least that guy was to the point.
1: Oh, mm. you know what? I like the idea of your next show opening up. You know, when you do your next special with like a voiceover and it's all the negative comments that can be fun in the show.
3: I was thinking about doing, uh, you know, because life it. is content now, but yeah. do like a YouTube series, like yeah. responding to or just I like, reacting you to, to yeah, mean, yeah. like mean tweets. You know, Jimmy Kimmel did yeah. that, thing yeah, for yeah. yeah. Um, I got my only review I have in any publication was I did a raw you guys know what raw comedy is. Mm. I did that a couple of years ago and uh, the age reviewed it and they basically gave everybody a sentence. Like, you know, yeah. the, the winner got a paragraph, the runner up got a paragraph and everyone else just got a sentence. To be like this person did fine, this person did well, whatever. And mine said, um, Tom Whitcomb started strongly with jokes about his roommates having sex before losing the crowd with a needless jab at women's athletics. <laughs> and so that was my poster quote for a while. Was that's Tom really started strongly good. before losing the crowd with a needless jab at women's athletics. That's really good. And I've heard a few people be like, I saw that comment. I was like, that seems like a show like I'd want to see. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. 100%. The sex, sexism,
1: <laughs> it's really yeah. good. Yeah. No, that's like, I, I, I think use that. Like it's fucking it's i just love how people get so like considered stuff with their comments it's like you know what i mean They're like oh, i'm gonna have to get my opinion out on this yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The Fuck time. off man
2: i find it personally really hard to reply to text messages like i just ring everybody mm-hmm. and and then i see these people on youtube like whatever video i'm watching like just fucking type up like paragraphs and paragraphs and i'm like even on Even the people on Facebook, it's just weird to me. It's like, how do you have that much time, like, just Mm. to be like, and, 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 like, and who do you think fucking (laughs) shares?
1: He shares the podcast on, like, like Adelaide music scene and stuff like that, right? And he shared it, and it was like on it, like a fucking.
2: Like Oh, it was on the coast. It was like Yeah, a- it
1: was like fucking Kayama rock and metal scene. Right, like on <laughs> Facebook and he shared it. Someone commented, What's this got to do with the Kayama rock and metal scene? <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> off man. Yeah, like
3: <laughs> we're gonna miss out on some important Kayama rock and metal yeah. scene news. You know how many gigs that are yeah. Kayama
1: Rock and Metal in, in oh, like there's like one every six months. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean?
2: You don't want to miss out on that. <laughs> Shoot yourself. It up. is
3: it is bizarre this idea that like the world needs to know how I feel about this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then he tagged, then he also went back and he tagged like the, the the admin of the group. And he's like, this this has to be like a like a like addressed. Like yeah. what what are we doing? This uh, is
1: not to the guidelines. Mm.
2: Find, oh man, just relax. Just, yeah.
1: just have a beer. Just Being chill a out, bitch. dude. Yeah. I said, Are you on Twitter? No. I love Twitter. Yeah. Right. What for? Uh, quietly, just watching the world. Yeah, okay. burn down. It is. It is a bit like that, isn't just it? Just retweeting stuff. Mm. Corgis running. You know what I mean? Shit like that.
3: Do you? Do you tweet?
1: Um. What was your last tweet? I remember I had a big. Cause last year I had to do quarantine in Queensland. Remember okay. those days? let yeah, yeah, It's yeah. do two weeks quarantine, and um, the Liverpool FC. I'd put like the rainbow flag on the. Badge and it was like for Pride Month or whatever, and uh, all the like the most Salah fans I'm going to call them, um, were like, ugh, ugh, "This is disgusting! A man and a man should never be together. It is not right. Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. You know what I mean?" And then I just went after every single one of them, right, to the point where Twitter was like. Would you like to turn off your notifications? <laughs> so my phone was fucking blowing up. Poor choice of words. It was blowing up, right? But these people were not happy. Mm. And then my message was like, Why didn't you just not argue <laughs> with people? So yeah, I try not to. I
3: used to do a thing during lockdown. I was posting videos on TikTok, of, like me making jokes about the news. Yeah. And there was this one story about Lewis Hamilton at the Qatar Grand Prix wearing a rainbow flag yeah. helmet. Yeah. And I wrote a joke. It was something like, uh, you know, the helmet both demonstrated his support for the LGBT community and also protected him in the case of a public stoning. Yeah. And uh, yeah. all of the comments were like, respect for Hamilton through the floor like this guy is such a fucking pose like people were so angry about it mm. and then i started to realize i was getting a lot of the same like like the same words from different accounts i think there's a lot of bots mm. i, I actually agree that's what elon of said
2: those. recently like in that in that twitter inquiry he's like you guys can't even tell me how many bots there are there is no monitor like there is no way that you guys are monitoring this yeah
3: I've heard apparently, I can't remember, someone was talking about this recently, but like of all the internet profiles, of all the internet activity, like 25% of it is human and the rest of it is bots. That's fucked up. Isn't it? That's fucked up. So I wouldn't be surprised and stuff because it's that- All the hate,
1: all the hate messages on your YouTube, bots, mate. uh, You don't probably pay for that, Pat Doherty.
3: And all the positive ones, definitely real people. Real important influential people. Real flesh and blood. That's Mm. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I reckon whenever there's an opportunity for something like you know someone posts a pride flag, there's some algorithm out there which is like fuck this man and a woman. The Bible says mm. I reckon it's all horseshit.
1: I hope so. I think so. Mm. Well, you don't know, do you? People are just cunts. Yeah, people unfortunately, are. people
3: can be cunts. It is um, you do meet some people you're like fuck. I didn't know these people still existed. Mm. I didn't know this was sort a of thing. Yeah, like did you see that uh, the Sydney United game the other day. Did you see this? The It's the level below a league it was the final and it was sydney united versus macarthur i think Mm. and there were like people doing the nazi salute in the crowd and there were people like booing over the welcome to country and all this stuff i was like ah you forget these people are out there yeah
1: yeah the knobheads yeah someone took a so richarlison who plays for tottenham he's brazilian Mm. and they were playing someone and he someone threw a banana at him, which is like what used to happen in like the 80s yeah but I think today, with so many cameras about and whatever, mm. like you're not getting away with that. Nah. And you took a banana from home. <laughs> you fucking keys, wallet, mm. vape, <laughs> banana. Yeah. You know what I mean? What um, a waste
2: of a banana. A fucking... But there's exactly, people in the world that are starving. Exactly, and yeah. Yeah,
1: He might have been having it until it looks like he had a penis. You know yeah, what I mean? Like a yeah. decent sized one. Yeah. I've heard people do that, I've never done it. <laughs> Socks. But, uh, yeah, it's just, some people are just, it's fucked, man. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Mm. But, you know, hopefully they buy tickets.
3: Yeah, that's it. As long as they buy tickets, <laughs> I don't mind. Leave your politics at the door. It's yeah. not a problem. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, you know, just don't racially abuse anyone, there Yeah,
3: yeah. Check your clan cloak at the door. Yeah. And it won't be a problem. Yeah, don't start yeah. saying,
2: hi, old Tom Wickham.
3: Your money's as good as anybody's.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I've noticed, I've, have you noticed, like, when, like, in the last, maybe, Maybe like 10 years like politics is now like like team sports like not like it's not like just like okay i feel this way about this i feel this way about that i feel this way about this but i also maybe feel you know indifferent about this now it's just like one way or the other way yeah it's, I, i'm getting upset
1: to be honest thinking about it mate yeah it
2: fucking grinds me down here it's it. just like oh my god oh i suppose i suppose we do that about everything don't we like you know it, it was, the football was on the other day, the grand final, yeah. and then people in Parramatta are like, "I don't like those people in Penrith," and it was like it's the whole thing. We just find ways to divide ourselves, no matter what. Yeah, that's
1: what Tom does with his jokes. He he brings people down. I love oh, that Tom. That no, no I'm hard joking. You do in the comments anyway. Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to start replying to each of them? If you would, I'd love I fucking. I, I need a hobby. Yeah, it's good for the algorithm too. Yeah, feed, I'll, the algorithm. I'll do, I'll do, feed the algorithm. I'll the algorithm. Mm you've done exceptionally well views wise man it's uh it's 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 packed on
3: yeah I don't know it's hard it's like a, it's a treadmill right yeah it's like you I don't remember what I initially was like I'd like to hit this many I don't know if I really set a number mm. cause I just didn't know what to expect and every time you hit a milestone you're like this is pretty good but you know what would be even mm. better is more yeah, yeah right that's yeah.
2: the weirdest thing you like, get so greedy with it yeah is yeah. yeah.
3: that I bought I think about this sometimes there's that uh Simpsons quote where they're talking about uh how much how much money mr burns has made and he goes mm. yes but i'd give it all up for a little more mm. i think mean, that's so it's oh, so true. true um I, so yeah every time i'm like yeah 20 grand three thousand that's pretty good but 25 would be pretty good and you hit mm. 25, oh, what if i hit 30. Yeah. yeah um and you know to be honest i looked at the demographics the other day of it and 75 percent of them are, are in america so it does fucking nothing for me it's all like vanity you say that metrics
2: you say c- that but they've got more one, yeah. one. He'll be in Austin
1: next year. you will be there with Rogan and oh, all the other cool. boys yeah. doing, uh,
3: doing Rogan's club. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. I get around that. Just
1: think, right, A year from today, you could be on on his podcast.
3: Imagine that would. Be, what would I? I yeah. I don't know. And I you'd say a,
1: we owe it all to Western. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I
3: heard. I heard about <laughs> these guys talking shit about Paul McCartney. Yeah. And I thought I got to delve into this. Yeah.
1: I've got to get into that. Yeah. Hundred percent. Sorry, Paul.
3: I uh, I think the the best chance I have of getting on the Joe Rogan Podcast is getting like a PhD in astrophysics. I think that's probably the fastest route to get yeah, on there.
1: Just start fucking working with AI and he'll be like, so uh, yeah, are robots true. like real? i like, yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, bro, have you ever took DMT? Now, Joe. You guys done DMT? I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I've fucking done it.
3: Yeah, what haven't you done? Have you done everything?
1: I haven't done heroin. Okay. I haven't done ice. Okay. Um... I haven't done it for a while, your honour. I haven't done a thing for a while. But, uh, yeah. Not DMT. Have you done DMT? He no. just winked at me, everyone. <laughs> He's a dirty drug taker. Have you done DMT? I have, yeah. What do you think? Tom, you don't look like the kind of guy who's done DMT.
3: Yeah, I know. I went through a bit of a, like, because I, I, this is typical, like, 20 years old, got heaps into Joe Rogan. I'm like, I'm gonna be a psychedelic guy. You know what I mean? I didn't do, mm. I've done many party drugs in my time, but I was like, for a while, I was gonna be the like, psychedelic, psychedelic dude. Uh, um,
1: get a lava lump,
3: yeah, exactly, and yeah. a beanbag. Yeah, well,
2: I suppose that's the Mitch Hedberg. He, I think, did he, he deviled with psychedelics before he went to hard stuff, right?
3: I don't know. I reckon he just did everything because he overdosed on heroin when he, that's how he died, died, yeah. Um, I reckon he was just a party like apparently he could just drink with the best of them mitch Hedberg. like he was just a party guy
1: i like the people who can drink with the worst of them that's <laughs> yeah. why i want to hang around with. <laughs> uh
3: yeah i only did it once and that's all you need yeah it was pretty like i always thought it was interesting like i remember when i was like 18 before i had done any drugs like hearing about people talk about getting stoned and just it didn't make any sense to me like mm. what do you mean it's like everything's just really funny why what does that and i think how old was you when you
1: first got stone
3: 18.
0: wow
1: that's right
3: man yeah i didn't touch like i didn't really drink before school finished um i didn't really touch anything until i was 18.
2: you do kind of look like a straight-laced kind of dude
3: yeah uh, i'm fairly like yeah. you know from a good home yeah, like, yeah. Think. you've raised well yeah yeah um
1: <laughs> mind just P's and Q's. Yeah. yeah he's got manners. What,
3: that, what does that term mean, mind your P's and
1: Q's? Uh Q. Mm. I'm not asking you to think about it, you fucking moron. I'm asking you to Google it. <laughs>
0: <Where>
1: <laughs> Why would that go for you for that?
3: <laughs> I also love there was so much confidence there of like, I don't know, but I reckon I can work it out.
1: He's so like, I, he's
2: like, I know it. that.
3: What would that mean?
2: <laughs> Could you have your peas with corn right ah uh,
3: will that will that come up on please the phone? People and thank you please and
1: thank yous please, thank you hugh please and thank we have got him a microphone over there yeah. he just doesn't use it yeah he just walks around thinking about billy darcy <laughs> 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 um who are your favorite comics in the scene at the minute,
2: especially? Oh, can we when we just get back to? Oh, sorry, the we were DMT on DMT, story, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I just
3: did it once and I can't. Kind of, think I, I technically broke through, but oh. I got a lot of visuals and I was like, wow, it's just like when you see things that it's kind of got that widescreen thing, like yeah. it doesn't look the way the world looks yeah. and all the geometric patterns and kind of like I think I sort of met something, but not really the way that That's other Jesus. people. Uh, no, I met I did meet God during a mushroom trip though. I'm pretty sure and he told me I was him so there you go yeah hallelujah in the way that we all are so
2: did that. you build yourself up before that experience like were you like okay well I've got a you know if 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 the DMT is the you know the strongest one I was, I should you know have a progression upwards D- right or D- should I
3: DMT was also one of the I never really did because it was like I was never around I wouldn't know where to find it and then I you know found it once but I was kind of like during university, I did mushrooms with some friends. I did LSD with friends, but always like pretty low doses. Mm. I was never one of those like, I was never one of those push it to the edge of the cliff kind of guys. Like I was like, this will be a pleasant time.
1: Mm. I don't think I've got it in me to take any of that stuff anymore. Really, Are you yeah. used to. Yeah, well, I did the last time I did that. <laughs> the last time before I did that before that time, it was uh when did it, This would have been oh, five years ago, and we'd been out all night, and it was like seven a.m. And we went back to someone's place and he was like, oh, I've got to Massive if you want to do that. And I was like, yeah, of course, great idea. Mm. It's the worst trip ever. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mrs. picked me up and I was just like tripping balls. And she was like, if if her family's watching, I (laughs) apologise by the way I'm trying (laughs) to change. Um, But she was like, what are you gonna be stuck like this now? And I was like, "Oh no, I didn't <laughs> need to hear that." You know what I mean? <laughs> that was not what I needed to hear.
3: Do you ever, do you ever see the movie Ted? You know, yeah that, yeah the color, yeah there's just that one little bit where he's talking about the strains of weed he has he's like I got, i come up with this i got this i got gorilla stomp and i got something called this is permanent <laughs> 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 and you do it's like you go into those things you're like just remember even if it goes bad it's gonna be over eventually and you're yeah. be like this is gonna last forever yeah. this is me now yeah
2: i feel like the about the bad ones like are the best ones really because then you come out the other side being more grateful <sighs> that you're alive and everyone you says that but i reckon that's I it's no, bullshit. no i want to be tasting rainbows and <laughs> yeah. fucking
1: sucking on god's teeth i don't want to be down in the dumps really like uh, cause thinking I, about I, my ancestors
2: because i i've always felt like those ones were the ones where i thought about the most most shit, and also I've had to figure out a solution to whatever problem i was kind of facing and then the next mm. day i'm like oh i feel like a weight is lifted
1: I don't know I think I think the people who are like into it are really into it you know what I mean but yeah. I just I can't do that to my mind that often. I couldn't do it again I don't think I could do it again
3: yeah I the times that were because I I'm like I'm an overthinker and an anxious person generally mm. and the times that it went bad I'm like this is horrible I hate yeah. this yeah uh so and that's why I always kind of did pretty like low dose the only time I ever did a high dose of mushrooms I did by myself and felt like I went totally insane and it was interesting and it had really nice moments. But there's some summer, I was like, oh, I'm just so fucking out of it. I just can you know, when you just can't grasp onto anything, yeah. I felt so useless. Yeah. And I was like, if I was forced, same as like, I smoked a bit of weed in uni, but I would always do it at the end of the day when I had nothing left to do. Yeah. Cause I just can't navigate the world anything yeah. but sober yeah. or okay. I mean drunk, but you know what I mean?
2: I, I don't like, like weed at all. It no? just, it doesn't sit well with me
3: man that is not the vibe you give off yeah well the the others
2: do he looks like shaggy he, he from
3: scooby doo doesn't he, <laughs> yeah, he he's doesn't.
1: smoking that weed with his talking dog <laughs> <laughs> wow well,
2: the dog still talks
1: the dog still talks but yeah I don't, I don't know weeds like i just find it, it does make you a bit useless mm. like absolutely fucking it was just said that to me the quickest way to kill a relationship is if one person smokes a lot of weed oh okay um because it's just like you don't want to do anything. Yeah. You just want to eat, be yeah. stoned,
2: and watch fucking just Batman me, cartoons. It just makes me so paranoid. Allegedly. And my brain has to, like, narrate itself suddenly. Mm. It's like all of a sudden I feel like David Attenborough is in my head and it's like one foot in front of the other will make us walk in a straight line. And then it's like, well, how do I breathe? Fuck, I forgot how to breathe. And it's You're in a monologue when you're stoned, David yeah. Attenborough. <laughs> That's sick. That's pretty great. Yeah, Uh, but not when you forget how to breathe.
3: Yeah, I I find that I'm like in the middle of conversation. Be like, even when I'm talking, like, what the fuck am I talking about? Mm. You're in the middle of something. Like, what was I? What are we? Where? Where? What's happening? Mm. Yeah,
2: and then Um, you're like, do these people think that this is a good conversation?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's right. You get you get very matter of like these people. I'm 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 sucking in this conversation. Mm. Yeah, I'm bombing right now.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You were saying about your anxiety before. Did that. Is that like a factor when you when you've got a show or do you not think about it
3: i get nervous before a show but i think a lot of people do yeah. uh no i think yeah. i don't really count that as anxiety as much i think mean, it's the mm. nerves yeah um uh yeah i don't know like i find um performing like if i'm anxious like if i'm life anxious performing is a really good way to snap me out of that i think there's something like it's like an adrenaline dump or yeah. something that i find like if i'm having so there's some days where I'm like the last thing I want to do is do stand up tonight, and then I do it, and afterwards I feel so much better. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it, it's it's like, like I've had a bit of shit going on recently, and we had a gig, and I didn't want to do the gig, mm. but I needed to do that gig. Yeah, I felt like even for like forty five minutes, it felt like me, but like you know without any because that's what you do and you you. Going up, and it's you, but without all your bullshit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah.
3: Like, without getting super wanky about it, you were saying at the very, very start, like, heading for about artistry or whatever, but it is kind of like a form of meditation, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then you are so in whatever it is you're doing. The yeah. same with, like, going for a run or going to the gym, yeah. or, like, if you yeah. really get absorbed in music, or even, like, watching a movie, is kind of like you just drop everything before yeah. and after and you're just yeah. in this thing.
2: Yeah. It just makes you present.
3: Yeah, massively.
2: And I think that's, like, the, the, the the curse of it in a way because then and that's uh that's the one thing that i that i that i do miss by not playing music at the moment is mm. like that feeling of like all this and like all the all the pressure of this this thing that you've kind of built up towards in your mind and going okay i'm doing this whatever else and you practice and then it's the day and you see the you see the stage and you get up on there and you realize Fuck, this is this is the moment mm. you you're super super you know, highly dialed into whatever you're doing, and you get off, and you can't sleep, and you got that adrenaline going in your body, mm. and it's like, yeah, it's it's its own it's its own drug, really, isn't it? Do you it? do you get
1: like post gig blues? Mm. I suppose you're doing it that often. You can't
3: if it goes badly, or just generally, no, no just like because like
1: like f- missing it the next day.
3: Oh, okay, no, because it yeah, it happens. So I suppose so you're
1: frequent. doing it that often. It's like also, it I think it's in. a
3: different experience because I'm usually only on stage for for the most part minutes Mm. maybe 15 yeah usually seven yeah um sometimes when i've done like big like my own hour long show like the one i recorded for the special that's a little bit because the next day like oh fuck, well that's over now yeah um like really big stuff does sort of but yeah for the most part because you're getting you you do get a rush of adrenaline even if it is to seven people to pop um so i think it does you
1: just kind of keep the ball in the air yeah yeah because i suppose like you know, when you, so, is, was that a Melbourne Comedy Festival? Is that what it was filmed? Or was it Sydney? Comedy? Raw or my one? Your one? Sydney. Sydney Comedy Festival. Where, where what room's that in? in?
3: In the factory theatre. Oh, is the it? Yeah. floor.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. How, how many shows did you do? I did two. You did two? Would you, like, does the idea of, say, you know, we were talking about Edinburgh before, does the idea of, like, doing, like, fucking a month-long show, is that something that you think you'd be into, or just?
3: I'd love to do it next year. Yeah. Uh, I think it might destroy me. Like mm. I think the anxiety, because the thing I hate is selling tickets, because that is so stressful and yeah. it feels it's a reminder of how far away you are from where you want to be. Because mm. you can go on, like you can go on stage and crush and be like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm made for this. You know what I mean? And then you have to sell tickets for show, and you're like, Oh yeah, no one gives a shit. You know what I mean? Like when yeah, it comes that to
1: is, that's a hard fucking, I, I know what you're talking about there. That is hard.
3: Yeah. And it's, you know, especially, I mean, it's even harder, I think, in music because the, the little time I spend in bands, you have to, like, you're always selling your own tickets. You're yeah. always trying to drive people there. Whereas yeah. comedy, the vast majority of gigs I do, there is either a pre-built audience or someone hasn't done their job. Mm. Whereas every time I do my own show, like I did a little tour, just Wollongong, Brisbane, Newcastle, Going to cities I don't live in where I don't have friends or family. You're like, hey, strangers, can you please come pay money to come watch me do this thing? Mm. It's very hard. Um, And I think that would stress me out, especially first time doing a festival. Same as doing, I haven't done Melbourne Comedy Festival before, but the idea of having to spend 20 consecutive nights and every night be like, have I sold any tickets? Is anyone Mm. coming? Going out and performing in front of four people and just being confronted by the fact that you do not have a following is quite... I, I think that would be hard.
1: Mm. Have you but got? Have you got an agent? No. So is that like in your mind the next thing? I'm sure you'll get one after that special.
3: I, I, yeah, I don't know. It, like, there's just not much of a like. There's, there's four management. Uh, there's more. But there's only a handful of management companies in Sydney, and I would say all of them vaguely know who I am and have never shown any interest in me yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Yet, yeah,
3: sure, but it's you, like you've,
1: now you've got this special aisle.
3: yeah but it's like so i don't know I, i'll be interested to see if it means anything i the thing is i would love to have management but i think to me that what i would love about it is the reassurance that someone who does this for a living see something in me yeah um as opposed to what i think objectively an agent would do yeah me. yeah and I remember hearing somebody i can't remember whether it was in response to comedy or something else but this made a really good point which is like you don't want to have to beg someone to take you on as management because they then they don't believe in you you want them to come to you and be like this is what i'm going to do for you yeah so i don't know sometimes i like i go hat in hand to these places i send an email like hey i'd love management can we can i go for a coffee or something but if you're trying to convince these people that's a bad place to start yeah yeah um but it's, yeah, better, no, it's I, better to be
1: chased isn't it yeah anyway. for
3: sure so i think i would um i'd love to go to edinburgh edinburgh also kind of has that appeal of like fuck, who knows maybe because edinburgh has that thing as opposed to i don't think you really have that at any of the comedy festivals here where if you go with a great show yeah. and you're an interesting act people will come people will find out about you
1: some con there's a con, what's his name sam campbell. sam campbell one best show yeah, I just want show. Yeah. I, I think it'd be better for He's you. He's hilarious, man. He's so funny. F- better for you
2: too if you could like just continue to work the way you are until you can work to a point where you could essentially pay people to be your management mm. and and, you know, collect um, you know, the money for it, but also have people that you trust really in charge of yourself. Yeah. Which would be ideal right because you're mm. you know if you've if you've got a mate that's really good at do it and doing doing uh, a certain thing and having them kind of come on board and be part of it and travel with you and you know look after you and you know it's wouldn't it be fun
3: yeah i guess it depends on what you want them to do for you as well right like i mean i still love the idea of going through those traditional channels i'd love to be on the gala i would love yeah. to be a guest on abc panel show sort of stuff like i would love to do all those things um but that is stuff where it's like you need to know the guy who knows the guy
2: Mm. you You look like you would be great on the abc panel shows
3: i would like to think but also i I don't know like because my style of comedy is pretty divisive and pretty like for lack of a better term edgy and i don't know if that's what the abc is looking for
2: well the abc needs something because the ratings are not very good
3: yeah but i don't think do they care like they're not really like they're they're not selling ads
2: Mm. Yeah, well then,
3: but. they're government funded they'll get that money regardless
2: that's a really good point but surely that you know you want to have somebody watch your show
3: you definitely do but i think it's like i think the abc has a, a, a bigger imperative of like making content that they think is like for the national interest you mm. know what i mean like and i think that's where the abc has been very good it's a it's a weird thing to talk about as a straight white guy to complain about being treated differently for being a straight white guy but that's definitely a thing especially in comedy where you are the thing in yourself right yeah and there's been a lot of push in a lot of commercial places to get more diversity in yeah racially sexually we had this conversation
1: about an hour before you got here we literally had this conversation yeah
3: and it's hard because it's like i don't want to be the guy but this is Bullshit! I get treated differently. It's like the irony of like a straight white guy being like, I get treated differently because of the way that I look. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like- no, I, I get it though. But like, so and then the, like their like, counter argument is, yeah, but you've had these opportunities for years. He's like, I haven't been on the ABC for years though, yeah. have I? And someone else who, who is white, yeah. maybe male, has been on it, but I haven't been on it. Yeah, yeah, I, n- I know what you're saying. And it's
3: the same dudes that are getting, like, who are hosting all of these shows. Like, they're all just older, straight, white dudes who were, you know, this wasn't a problem when they were starting. Mm. But, you know, you, d- you need – I totally get the idea that you need to be creating space for the voices that there wasn't space for yeah, before. 100%. And it's like, there is just a thing of, like, hey, there's only so much room for straight white guys now, and we got the guys. So stick around if you want you
1: have to go to the uk i really want to you have to i think i honestly think you'd be on a panel show in no time anyway Mm. yeah because because you're going over there and you're an aussie Mm. that's true so oh we can get this australian comedian on he he's yeah he's on the he's on the circuit over there you'll get him on it is you've got more of a chance of doing it because you are different over there just like jim
2: Pardon? just like Jim Jeffries, you mentioned yeah. before you know your mate James yeah yeah why am I you know, Jimmy boy I, <laughs> I call him James I call him
1: Christian name that's what I call him, James but yeah I think I think you would you do well out of the comedians we've had on here I think you'd do the best in the UK oh that's nice yeah so I think Heck you that. should do it right
3: mm-hmm. what, what, what makes you say that
1: um I think your humor what what like the way you deliver it, I think British crowds will take that better, right? Yeah. And British crowds know you're taking the piss, yeah, right? It's not a, well, for the most part anyway, but it's not like a. What did he just say there? Yeah, it's, it's it, you won't get that because I'm sorry Australia, but we take the piss more. Yeah, we definitely take the piss more.
3: Yeah, and I think there's also just a thing as we were saying at the start, the Brits just stand-up comedy is more part of their culture so they used to i think there is a large majority like the amount of people like friends of mine who've come to see me perform yeah and i have jokes where it's like i have a brother in this joke they're like you don't have a brother mm. and then they'll come up to me and like, i didn't realize comics just make shit up <laughs> i'm like yeah they do yeah. and it's really frustrating because it's like my girlfriend hates coming to my gigs with friends because i'll make jokes and it's gotten better over time like i because i've had to adjust but at the start, Jimmy Carr talks about how, like, he has sets where in that set he has both a girlfriend and a wife. Because in one joke, it needs to be a girlfriend, and in one yeah. joke, it needs to be a wife. Yeah. And there's just this kind of understanding of, like, oh, he's just making people up for the point of the joke. Mm. Um, and so when people come and hear me talk about my girlfriend, and like, something that happened or something she said, they're like, oh, did you actually do that? I'm like, what? No, this yeah. is a fucking yeah. joke. Um, Anyway. <laughs> The Brits, I think, have a firmer grasp. Of These are jokes. This is a, this is a yeah. false world that he's creating, and that's all fine and all, all the rest of it. Mm. Um, whereas I think a lot of Aussies are like, this is a guy, stand-up comedy is a man talking, or, or a woman, is a person. Oh, Jesus. Stand-up comedy is a person talking about their life and what they truly think, and mm. that's what it is. Mm. And it's just, I just don't think, that's certainly not what I do.
1: It's like music, man, right? Fucking, I, I wrote this song long ago, and my, uh, my bass player was like, who's that about? Mm. I was like, they're just fucking words. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm glad you think it's about but they're just words. Mm. Yeah. I'm too lazy to rewrite, put the fucking words in the stain in there. And then he's like, oh, it's really good. And I was like, they're just it's it's filling a space. That's what you do. When you like that that's the annoying thing. I think like when you're when you're going to stand up, you've got to appreciate that it's like you know never let the truth get in the way of a good story it's like you, yeah. there's yeah. bullshit in there you can't take it verbatim was like especially gospel. like
3: my opening joke that i like a lot because i think it establishes what i do is um uh covert ruined my sister's wedding plans it uh, it killed her fiance <laughs> and the amount of times that it gets grown people are like oh i'm like you fucking moron yeah, oh. joke. but it is it's just like i think it is just programmed in aussie's like and it is it, it a lot of the time a lot of other aussie comics are being very honest on stage mm. and they're like i guess that's what it all is mm.
2: yeah well i suppose like you know the Carl baron thing of like seeing that as you know on your tv kind of growing up like for me anyway because mm. I, I lived in i lived in dubbo in the middle of Dubbo. so everyone you like like Carl baron's jokes, but they're all like kind of you know he's not making anything up he's like oh yeah queensland's fucking hot that's why everybody talks slow. Like. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, don't yeah, know. I, I just think it'll be better off over there. Yeah. Man.
3: I would love to, and I, I really like the UK anyway. I would, I would love to live there, even if I can never stand on a comedy stage again. I would love to live in the UK. Yeah. I really like it over there. Honestly,
1: go and live in Manchester, right? Yeah, being fucking Edinburgh in two hours, I think it's two hours or three hours. Mm. Avoid London, but like Liverpool's got a great comedy scene. Manchester's got a great comedy scene. I've heard Manchester's got a really good comedy. Yeah, scene. just yeah. bounce, bounce between. Mm. Like fucking, I, I, I just think. You're Probably gonna be so, so much better off there, especially you. You know what I mean? They're, they'll take you. Like I love Billy Darcy. Yeah. I can't see Billy Darcy.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, like, keep, you know, like look, look smashing so it. Just
2: look next to you. Look, yeah, Liam you've even got the same glasses, ready <laughs> oh, yeah. to go. Yeah but yeah, yeah I, I think you should do it And all... I, I suppose the Gallagher's a great example like look at no one no one is trying to break down the gallagher like oasis songs and thinking that there's something more deeper here mm. like they are the definition of people that are just using words to fill spaces feeling supersonic give me gin and tonic you can have it all but how much do you want it's just like he's yeah <laughs> filling space well, I it's great. no
3: one ever said to liam Gallagher. i guess it was no i was like hey no do you reckon we could find a word that isn't sunshine for this one? It's like, no nah. sunshine. sunshine. Yeah. There, there's a really great article, which is the 25 best musician on Musician Insults. Have mm. you seen this? No. It's so good. Noel Gallagher's in a few of them, but he's my it's my favourite. Because a lot of them are just harsh. But uh, my I think it's just beautiful. Noel about Liam is, uh, he's like a man with a fork in a world full of soup. It's just uh. poetry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you heard the story of Hogshead? When Liam went round to Noel's house and he had a fork in a bottle of champagne, and he's I like, "Why don't you do that?" And he's like, oh, "It keeps it fresh." He goes, "All oh, right." And then Noel said he went round to Liam's house and Liam had a fork and a pint of milk. <laughs> 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 it's fucking. It's incredible that. Yeah, that's so <laughs> good. Oh yeah,
2: fucking. My favourite one is the is when. Um, Sash Baron Cohen talks about how we how we met Liam Gallagher. Oh yeah,
1: what was the film he like? Oh, uh, Grimsby. Grimsby. Terrible film. Sorry, yeah. Sash. But yeah, it, he like plays it's like <laughs> Liam Gallagher in the film. He's got the
2: haircut and all that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Who's the greatest living rock star? Yeah. And he's like he's got Bono and you know um next to him, and he's like Stevie Wonder, and he's like fucking Stevie Wonder who's the greatest living rock star? liam gallagher bono next to it you know in front of sasha Coleman, and he's and he's like um and and before we can answer liam gallagher's like john lennon i am john lennon <laughs> <laughs> he threatened to stab him didn't he he's like i'll stab maybe you maybe don't eye. go and see liam
1: gallagher he might stab you you don't want that you don't want oh. that so tom what's uh what's the next year looking like for you my friend
3: uh i want to do what i did last year again Uh, I want to conquer my next hour and I want to put it out on YouTube again. I want to do that. I'm thinking I want to do that three times in three years Uh, because I think I'm at the stage where it's like it probably doesn't. I think to write material, scrap it, and go again is probably the best way to get Mm -hmm. quick. So I'd love to put out another hour next year that's hopefully better than this one. And then again the year after, I would like to move to the UK uh, end of next year or start of the following. Yeah um and yeah i hopefully do the festivals next year i'm trying to toss up whether to do which of the festivals to do because i just hear like for the first year especially because you just haven't toured much they're just fucking bleak mm-hmm. like going to adelaide and going to melbourne i just hear selling tickets can be rough mm. but if nothing else i would like to pull an hour together do it in sydney take it to edinburgh do it over there hopefully have it be good enough that some people pay attention
1: can i ask is your the material in your special is that banned no is that gone
3: uh if i have paid gigs usually so i would like to burn it on every unpaid gig to force myself to write new stuff yeah um if i if i'm getting paid for a gig i think i have an obligation to to do okay Mm. so i'm like well i know this stuff works so at least at the very start i'll open i'll close with that yeah even older stuff yeah um if i was ever to do a show selling tickets like people are coming to see me i wouldn't stuff anymore
2: mm. can i ask a question why are you releasing like hour, like an hour special right because like i was you know um i'm just out of curiosity how come you don't like release it as you know like a like a 20-minute segment and then you could have like you know you could have a couple of them mm. you know part one part two part part three or just just call them something different but it's the same special but you at least get to put out putting out more content i suppose
3: yeah so schultz did that when he the one before infamous here that one tales from the Sis, we just set put out as like five ten minute bits yeah um i think there seems to be this thing i don't know why but youtube seems to really be pushing hour-long specials at the moment like mm. if you look up a lot of people who put hour long specials even the ones that have no following seem to get serious numbers behind them for some reason mm. i don't know why i'm planning on kind of doing both so I'm gonna, I've got that all kind of split up into basically like, it's basically tracks on an album, right? Kind of 11 tracks that I'll put out over time. And on top of that, then you have your kind of like minute long clips that go on TikTok and Instagram. Mm. I'm currently doing that. You guys were about video editing before. I'm trying to edit down my 50 minute special into 41 minute TikToks or whatever. Mm. Can I
2: tell you the best hack? Mm. So recently YouTube studio, you've got YouTube studio on your phone, yeah? So it's it's done this thing now in your algorithm where you where you go to engagement um and you can actually see like the audience retention mm. i think it's measuring like it must be measuring your eyes because i don't know how they how they calculate it but they they can show you where there's been like intense watching like over these certain like minute periods and then from those ones are usually your best moments in your clip right like mm. like 90 percent yeah um and it's so brilliant how, the fuck do they measure? how i don't know it's like they're measuring some kind of eye movement that's what i put it down to anyway because it's like how would you know if they're looking at their phone here right if the video has like x and x amount of hours watch then how do you know i
1: wonder if porn up does that <laughs> <laughs>
3: no yeah i think it does I think it has the same kind of like bars where it's like this is where people drop off and
1: come in <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> come in there yeah. yeah. but uh
2: so if that's what you've been doing the clips from yeah this week anyway because they've only just they've just added this feature into the into youtube studio see free information we give you yeah, people every i was week. like jack when you re because i can't re-watch our podcast <laughs> basically
1: I have to watch it and then mm. and then timestamp, that's a clip, that's a clip, that's a clip. It's brutal,
3: isn't it? To have to listen back to a whole
1: thing and be like I like it. No, he, he likes yeah. it. He oh, wants he, me I, uh, we, I, I I i'm he's like, Johnny Depp doesn't watch his own films and I'm like, have you have you, have you seen some of Johnny Depp's films? Yeah. Well, I like tell. Pirates of the Caribbean. No, Pirates of the Caribbean, definitely. Some other shit you go, come on Johnny, watch read the script at least.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't want to watch Sweeney Todd either.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I've never The Demon Barbara Fleets. <laughs> Um but we got in the car to go to Jim Jeffries one night and like we're going to Newtown it's a fucking busy night it's uh, it's taking us like, like This is this year for his last year? Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Anyway That's Jack's the, yeah, like we're going to listen to the whole Monday like our episode on the way there and the way back and then Jack's pretty deaf like you're pretty deaf in the car so you fucking and even when you play music here you just fucking turn it up to 10 like max it out and um it's just it's just a fucking weird experience cuz you're hearing cells but we're there, we're there and then you're kind of like you get so
1: like anxious and he's like
2: <laughs> yeah fucking, it's like you're hearing yourself yeah but don't do a podcast if you don't like the sound of your own voice that might be
1: a fair point
3: yeah. i've
2: gotten used to it like in terms of when when we sit there and have a look at things and stuff like that but when we're playing it like yeah to the point where the neighbors you know six streets over could probably hear it yeah. like you're like oh man this, this feels a bit um.
1: sometimes when i watch the video i think i'm the only one who watches it
2: <laughs> I'm just, just having <laughs> there to take go, a Hugh bro. there.
1: Sorry, Hugh. Um, but, yeah. No, like, do, do you watch yours, bar Or do you listen to yours, bar Podcast? Yeah. No.
3: Yeah. I, I should, but I don't. I, I don't know. My podcast, like... Uh, What's your podcast called, Tom? It's called Show Some Respect. Tom Whitcomb is talking. Yeah. Uh, It's basically just me. It's just me ranting for half an hour.
1: I like the way... So, on the... Like, on the video clips, I've seen... Videos of video clips, me. Uh, on the little videos on YouTube... And you have like music, the music playing on the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I really like that. It's a yeah, nice little I touch there.
3: It's, yeah, it's, it's in, I think it makes the editing of it, like the clip editing, just sound a little bit smoother or whatever. Mm. I kind of saw it from Alex from the way he was doing his, yeah. he'd had his little like, yeah, rants at the camera and stuff. Um, I don't know, like that's, I, you spend so much time making content, you're like, is this like just detracting from the thing I'm trying to do? Mm. And I find that hard to like, How much time do you spend on marketing versus how much time do you spend on doing the actual craft and so i think especially like the the response to the special has been good and the clips that i put out is actually my product right like you put out the thing of you talking to the camera at your podcast and uh will they come to a stand-up show that's kind of all i want that's everything else is like yeah well it's
1: it's it's like you're trying to
2: I think get, you said this get best. that to move
1: over you mm. know what i mean you, you it's a brand it's yeah. the tom wickham brand it's a, it's a hot like a, it's not a nice way to think of yourself as i am a brand but it's all part of the brand of you For sure, so yeah. you know and it needs to move over you're just constantly building yours no one's yeah. going to care about you like
2: you're going to care about you mm.
0: that's true
2: you said something really wise jack and i think th- this is true when uh fuck off when uh when you said that um it takes like four like four clips that you like that you see so like of a podcast to then become invested into or to become invested into like somebody you reckon it's like four that you have to genuinely like laugh and like and watch again you know really good solid clips and then you're then you're in dude cinema got me like that
1: Mm. i was just like oh what's this you know what i mean and uh have a word got me like that yeah. i seen a clip with jimmy Carr and i was like Fuck, that's funny yeah didn't watch it yeah waited to go see a couple more clips uh yeah it's just like and then the same with schultz like that's how i started watching that podcast you it's, know up, I mean? it's
3: just so much there's so much stuff out yeah there. there's but, so many podcasts there's so many comedians there's so many <laughs> bands so much music it's like and and it's also it's all equally accessible yeah so yeah. you need to like For people to listen to my podcast, they need to actively choose not to listen to this podcast, Schultz's podcast, Joe Rogan's podcast. There
1: is enough time
3: though. Oh, but there is. I find
1: myself sometimes going, "I've listened to all my podcasts." Mm. Yeah, me too, me too. Like genuinely,
3: because I find like there's only a handful of podcasts I listen to, Mm. and Mm -hmm. I'm like, outside of that, I'm not really in the market for any new ones. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I'll I'll, I'll add your one to it. I listen to (laughs) Billy's. Like, the day it comes out. Billy's anyway, is, he just is kind of no, similar. No one tells a story like Billy Darcy. Yeah,
3: he's, I mean. like, what are you doing, you
1: fucking pelican? Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean?
3: Yeah. Well, he's done, like, 200 and something episodes. Yeah. Like, it's it's not surprising he's great at it. Yeah. yeah. Um, how, how many
1: have you done on yours? Uh, 33. Oh, mate. Fucking climbing that mountain quickly on your top. Yeah, well,
3: <clears> you you know. just, that's the thing. Like, when I, I've talked to comics, we're like, man, I don't know how you do it. It's like, you turn a microphone on and you talk. Mm. like there's no if you want to do it there's no excuse not to do it because yeah. you have everything you need yeah um I,
1: I say to him sometimes we'll be on the phone and i'm like you just need to start recording these conversations as well man yeah i feel like i'm having conversations for free outside yeah, exactly. of
3: this. Yeah. yeah this is content yeah
1: but yeah. in terms of the My grandma content- called me i said we're not doing this rosie <laughs>
2: unless we can monetize it
3: yeah and this this conversation is brought to you by (laughs) me (laughs) undies
2: um but don't you think in terms of content though like the the the, if you take that full clip analogy right like and then putting putting out clips of your comedy then putting out clips of your content I suppose more people are going to come across it because your Instagram reels and the algorithm that way is going to push your shit. And then the same thing with TikTok. And then there's going to be, but you just, I think all roads lead back to one. So I think the more people that see all your different types of, you know, content, whether it be your podcast, whether it be your comedy, whether it be you just, you know, doing a rant or looking at your Twitter feeds and, um, you know, doing the reviews of that, like, you know, it's all going to help in the, in the, like, you you like you like you have to think about it like China in this way where you're there for the end game, right? you mm. the the long, the long drawn out images. Yeah, just- yeah,
3: yeah. But the the thing is, you need to make sure whatever you're showing people is 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 a fair representation of what you're trying to sell them, right? So if I make like an amazing video of me, I don't know, cooking or something, they're not going to want to come to my stand up. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you can make the world's best sketch, but if that sketch is a totally different vibe to what you do mm. for your stand-up comedy, it's like, it's like I I would imagine. There's I mean, there's one thing to be said about awareness, right? Which is like, just more people are aware of you, so they might come across your thing. But presumably, mm. if you guys were in a band together, loving this podcast doesn't mean they're going to want to go and buy your album. Yeah, and it depends. Yeah. Like, I if think it'd probably, help though. It would probably help because I guess more people are aware of you.
2: Yeah, I think I think it will definitely help yeah i'm because i'm sure that it wouldn't be like a starting at 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 zero do you know what i mean my, it's my like
1: bands the grand union well, they uh they are aware of what this can do for that band okay you know what i mean uh, but
3: has how long have you been doing this podcast for since january
2: yeah can i can i ask like does this has this this like helped that
1: um yeah but it's kind of funny because it's you know when you get like do you, have you been recognized before uh once or twice yeah ashton gotcha <laughs> <laughs> is that buddy holly is that buddy holly yeah. um so like when when people come up and go oh you're you're the podcast and you do that but they never say like west on the ground he's go, oh you do the podcast on mm. yeah and i'm like yeah but i've been there with my band members and that pissed them off because they're like oh you know what I mean? It should be about the band, but I've been with him, and someone's been like, "Oh, you're in the Grand Union, aren't you?" Oh, really? And then I went, "Ah, so, you know what I mean." But he's, he's like, Great. "Come here, come here, come yeah. here. Say it Say that again." Say, say that to him. <laughs> he was like, "He was like, podcast's oh, gonna be way bigger than the band." But like, it's, it's, they, 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 are aware of how this will help. The, the, the bigger this gets, the bigger that band will get. Yeah. You know what I mean? So oh. i think
2: if you post any like like anything like you're the you're the focus right like mm. you know like i'm just trying to think of a good example of this i suppose i suppose if mr b started a podcast tomorrow he would he would be he would be big because it'd be a certain number of people that would just watch anything he did yeah that's fair and they're liking you as a person right they're liking you like yeah i i i like i like like i like rogan if rogan went and did try to rogan put out a song i'd go listen to it just to see
1: yeah that's
2: fair have you ever smoked dmt bro (laughs) yeah
1: do you think there's fucking aliens in the government bro that's what it'd be like that's what it would be like yeah Hi guys just a little break in the episode
2: make sure you like and subscribe please like and subscribe now
1: if you'll put a number work there do that
2: and there is a link below so if you kind of go if you click if you click somewhere, you'll figure it out. I know you guys, you're smart. smart so smart. I know. Our audience, we have the best smart, audience. Smart. Good walking, the, be- oh, the best. Great genetics. And we're back. <laughs>
1: Tom's just had the longest piss ever. Oh, I had to speak to Hamish's mum on the
3: way out. Oh, yeah. It's so a bit of a reminder of this. That is wasn't not the most. Mom. That wasn't as most.
2: That's Hugh's mum. Oh, Hugh's mum. Oh, Hugh's Hugh's mom. Mom. oh yeah. so it's
3: Hugh's. This is your house. Yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. i live in with you. Oh, you're, okay, cool. There you go. Yes, got it. Wait,
1: who do you think? Uh, like, honestly, who would you rather be your son? Be honest, Tom. Uh, gun to your head. Where's that gun? Where's so, that gun? Okay, so gun it's, to your head, Tom. Who would you rather? Who would you? I re- <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Tom. Who would you rather be your son?
3: I reckon I would take a uh, film school student over musician between bands, potentially. <laughs>
2: Thank yeah. you yeah i feel like i only said that because you had a gun to your head that, yeah yeah, man, yeah sure well
1: we've made that sufficiently awkward now <laughs> there's any americans watching this is not real okay put your arms down guys yeah <laughs> stay yeah. in school not with the guns
2: <laughs> i can't believe that if you go to an arcade you spend uh, you know sixty dollars on arcade do- dollary dues right like you will only earn enough ticket to get a plastic pistol that is not even a cap gun yeah,
3: you should go onto the dollar store on your way there, and then you already won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what were you playing? What was your? What was the most successful ticket haul? Um, the
2: basketball thing. Oh yeah, because I could just cheat. Like I could literally doing, uh, just go around the. Then they had this machine on the corner, so my girlfriend would like throw me the balls, and then I'd just like just drop them in. Well, you know, you can just
3: like put your hand in front of the sensor, and it just
2: counts. What?
3: On. Yeah, you don't actually need to use the balls at all.
2: All right,
1: we're
3: this is a you, I've needed to use for a good 20 years. How did
1: you, you figure this out? Oh, how did you know that? Did you work in a theme park?
3: No, it was just like I used to I used to want to win tickets at an arcade from time to time. Does
1: someone you look a bit like when you said that? No, you don't really. It's a bit. No, you wouldn't like that. <laughs> have you ever seen <laughs> who was who was, Have you, you can't do that. Uh, Hugh, put this in. Uh, Adventurelands. Have you ever seen Adventurelands? Adventure Time? No, so Adventurelands Adventure got... Um, Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart. But there's a guy. <laughs> Jewish guy? Adventureland. Oh. They're
2: saying he looks like Michael Sarah.
1: <laughs> no, that guy. That guy there, he's got the games, games, games on. Put that image in. Let's see. That does
2: not. <laughs> No. Yeah.
1: But it was more when you said you're much better looking, so I'm not worried. It was Thank more you. when you said about you just put your hand in front of the sensor, and I was like, imagine you in a theme park, and I was like, oh my god!
3: Oh yeah, okay I get to land. it. Uh, okay. Is that How do you know that list? anyway? How do you know that? I I just think I remember going to arcades when I was a kid and seeing people do it. You're like, I'm gonna
2: hack this shit.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna get two plastic
1: pistols.
2: Yeah. Well, well, where's the second one going? You need them in Bankstown. <laughs>
1: Do you um do you have any like favorite comics on the scene at the minute?
3: I think Luke Heggie is the best comic in Australia. Heggie, have you you yeah know I've Heggie? Seen, yeah. I think Heggie's unreal. Like I'm such a huge fan. Uh, I think uh, John Crookshank's excellent as well. Uh, so, but these are all guys like well above my station. They've been they mm. were doing it for ten years before I started. Um, people that I am sort of like kind of more in love with. I think Alex is great. I think Billy's great. Mm. Um, I think uh, there's another guy good man of ours called Sam Bowden, who's excellent. Uh yeah. I'm trying to think
1: who else is it about? There's quite a good scene in Sydney I'm finding at the minute. Sydney mm-hmm. like, like- There's a good I mean a good group of comics. I don't know necessarily if the scene is unbelievable, but there's a good group of comics.
3: I would say Sydney has the best comedy scene in the southern hemisphere. You know yeah. that kind of bullshit Australians, but it's the tallest building in the southern hemisphere. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's, we're not up against a lot. Yeah. But it's it's pretty much Sydney. I mean, I I guess Melbourne comics would claim that they uh have the would, would have the best. Oh, I mean obviously I should have said Sam Campbell is yeah. unreal, but yeah. like, you know, he's he's like a did you get crop. to see his sure. show when you were there no I didn't I saw his one at the Enmore Theatre yeah which I think it was he took a lot of that to the Enmore show but I couldn't mm. get tickets is, is there a big Queensland comedy thing so Brisbane's huge but the best Brisbane comics moved to Sydney but the a lot of Australia's best comics start in Brisbane so Cambo started in Brisbane Becky Lucas started in Brisbane Matt O'Kine started in Brisbane mm. there's a guy up there right now called Damien Power who's excellent um, yeah, Brisbane's got a really, really strong scene, but you have to kind of move oh, okay. to 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 make it work.
2: We mm. had a funny guy from Brisbane on last Aaron. week. Aaron.
3: Gox?
1: Yeah. Oh, Goxie. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah,
3: yeah. I think he's originally from Adelaide, isn't he? I thought, he said he was from. Brisbane. He
1: was so like funny. <laughs> he's, he's just funny, man. Yeah. You know, like when people just give off that like, like <laughs> even with his eyes, mm. like just looking, I could see him looking about at things, and he just. He just made me laugh so much just by, by not doing a lot at yeah. all really
3: i think there is that thing of like there are people uh there are f- people who can be funny and there are funny people will Ferrell is mm. just
1: funny to look at yeah. isn't he you know what i mean like it, like the physical comedy thing of like it, it just sets you off yeah aaron's yeah. like that
2: yeah with that with him like it was you know when they say never like he he was such a big thing when i was in like high school right mm and like to the point where we could remember all of his like little bits and stuff that he would like put out because we just thought it was funny as anything and like when he came in here the other day like he was exactly how you want to meet like one of those you know somebody that you you liked you know comics
3: tend to be great people like they just i've never really had a. I used to think
1: that until today
3: oh Oh. (laughs) (laughs) there we go Well it's been great <laughs> to be here, guys. Uh, <laughs> this is, but uh, like I've just I haven't had many disappointing experiences yeah. with comics. And uh I've like I say similar to Gox, I don't really I don't really remember watching a lot of Gox stuff, but like Frenchie and Neil Colhatka mm. and those guys that I've worked with quite a lot now, and they're all
2: lovely guys. They're all What's, really um friendly Geordies like. I've never
3: met him. I would like to. Me too. Yeah. Um because he's not really a comic anymore he's like a journalist mostly right mm. yeah like he's a comedic journalist I guess
2: uh he will still put out the. he doesn't need to do like tours though
3: I think so but I think a lot of it is like social commentary with some jokes mm, okay. in. I don't know I don't know if his show would be my thing
2: S- see I I
1: I don't think I've met a comedian or thought he's in no bed or like she's a, you know what I mean I but like with musicians I think because like musicians hide more behind the veil of. Mm. My music is my art. This so is how I get, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, like, a lot of musicians I meet aren't emotionally developed human beings. That's interesting. Sorry, guys. I'm yeah. probably one of them. Yeah. But, like, whereas with comedians, I feel like... Because you're just constantly... It's you and your material.
3: Mm. And I think you just get humbled a lot. Yeah. Like, I think you... Especially early on, you have to come to the terms of the fact you're not very good. Yeah. Uh, and I think that sticks with you. I think you always remember... And it's also to your point about like there's no you don't have the veil of like well they didn't like me it's not that they didn't like me they didn't like the band mm. or they didn't like the songs where it's like no no they did they they fucking hated you mm. no, uh, and I think that does kind of just make you a little bit more chill,
2: chill or something yeah do you um did you ever meet uh, uh, Isaac Butterfield no I've not okay yeah I just wondered what he was like in 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 person
3: I don't know where he started I don't know if he was a Perth guy or what like I I don't know. I'd never heard of him before I knew he was like a big deal. So. Yeah. Mm.
2: Someone told me Newcastle, but I think he lives up in Queensland now. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to uh, – who else? There's, there, Is there any others Sh- that are – Shooter hard? Williamson's a big one. Yeah. What happened? He, he's – did they – is he cancelled? What happened to him? Something happened, right? Yeah,
3: something happened with some ex-girlfriends. And I think, uh, I think it was – I think from the sound of it, it was like a horrible breakup that then got kind of right. out of hand. Mm. I don't know um I think he was having a bit of a tough go, but I think I don't know what he's doing now. He got dropped by his management and stuff.
1: Mm. Hey, um, you could go with them oh <laughs> now. Be sure he's been the next Aussie bloke ever. There's, there's an opening <laughs> on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man, thank you very much for coming in, anyway, Tom. Like, uh, it's been uh, we've been excited to get you in. Oh, I okay, uh, appreciate that, Thanks especially that. like to watch that special and then be like, "Ah, oh, coming in on Sunday." You know what yeah, mean? yeah, You cool. said something really nice. Um, I. Uh, it was funny because you were like, we did it on Zoom. And you went, oh, no, I've seen your studio. Fuck, I want to go there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I said, that's the boys. I was like, yeah, that's cool. She just oh, sick. This you. is so cool. Ah, it's, good, I
3: know how hard it is to make things look nice mm. visually. It's so tough. So I appreciate the amount of effort you guys have put into this.
1: It's really oh, it was all me on my own. I thought that, yeah. It was all these hands. These hands. But, yeah, thank you very much, Tom. Thank you for having me. Um, I can't wait till you get a huge deal on British television. <laughs> me neither. It's going to be good. It's gonna be good and i'll watch it on uk tv in 10 years yeah <laughs> that's when they get things thank you everyone for watching thank, thank you, you hamish it's love it. you bye